deals in money, we are constantly seeking deals in money as real estate investors. And I bet you're having a challenge right now, especially with deals, if you're like most real estate investors, because it's tough to find deals right now. But here's the thing. There's a competitive advantage out there that when implemented, it will help you accomplish your objective of getting more deals and or getting more investors. And that is having a great follow-up system. Having a great follow-up is one of the keys to success in real estate. And follow-up boss is the leading CRM for real estate. This is the system you need in place so you can reach out to owners and brokers directly for deals, or you can follow up with your investors. And you do it all in one spot. The CRM makes it 10 times faster to call and text owners, then integrates those into a software so nothing slips through the cracks. The follow-up boss conversion system and powerful management tools help align your methods and drive growth that otherwise it could have been missed and probably would have been missed. Go to followupboss.com forward slash best ever to get a system in place. And if you need help, they got you covered. Followup Boss offers experts seven days a week. You can pick up the phone and speak to an actual human being anytime during business hours. Visit followupboss.com forward slash best ever to check out how much time you could save by streamlining your follow-up process. Best ever listeners, they're treating you extra special. You get an extended 30-day free trial, twice the length of the normal trial for a limited time. Go to followupboss.com forward slash best ever and perfect your follow-up. Quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to bestevershow.com. When it comes to investing, don't have FOMO, which is fear of missing out. Don't look back and regret things. Welcome back, Best Ever listeners, to another episode of the Actively Passive Investing Show. I'm your host, Travis Watts. Today's episode is very exciting. It is not clickbait. It is genuinely five investing tips that I firmly believe can help lead you to a better life. So the overarching theme here is there's a lot of people who genuinely know how to invest their money. And there's an awful lot of people out there that are claiming to know the investing game. And with all the noise and social media out there today, it's really tough to decipher the two and to know who to listen to. So one of the things I've shared many times on the show is that I myself am not a guru here. I am not the end-all be-all. So what I came up with years and years ago is when I wanted to learn something like investing or something more specific like multifamily investing, I would go out and I would listen to the so-called experts. So I would find five to 10 individuals that I felt were doing things successfully And I would try to find the commonalities between all of these people. So I wouldn't so much tune into the differences of opinion, but I would find what all of them agree upon. So that's really the basis to this episode are five fundamental tips to investing that not just five or 10 people agree upon, but I compiled this list from years and years of working in investor relations, number one, with one of the largest brokerage firms, 
in the United States and private equity groups in the real estate space. So there's that perspective. There's also the perspective that I've read hundreds of books from expert authors on these topics. And I've listened to, oh my God, I don't even know how many podcasts and attended so many seminars and things like that. So this episode encompasses the five tips I find are most congruent among thousands and thousands of different articles and sources and individuals. Years ago, I dedicated my life to investing. I dedicated my career, I should say, not my life. That sounds pretty dramatic, but I kind of did in a sense. I recognize not everyone has the time to go read hundreds of books or fly around the nation or the world doing seminars and conferences and all this kind of stuff, getting mentors and getting coaches. So I'm willing to do all of that stuff on my own terms, but then my way of giving back is to take all of that information, which is very complex and long-winded, and simplify it for you. Just kind of extract, here's five things I think are most practical from 13 years. That's what this episode is, not to be too long-winded on the intro. So the goal is twofold. It's to help you succeed. It's to make your life easier. Simple as that. And I encourage you on this particular episode to write this information down. Get a pen and paper, pull out your notes on your phone or your computer, and seriously at least jot down these five things. Go ahead. I'll give you a second right now to hit pause, grab the pen and paper, grab the phone, grab the computer, and then we'll get started. All right. I trust at this point that you are going to dedicate this to memory or write it down. So number one is focus on the fundamentals. So a lot of people think of trading as buy low, sell high, flipping houses, day trading stocks, making money quickly. And while some of these strategies can work and certainly in certain points in the market cycle, and it is not a long-term strategy, unfortunately. House flippers, for example, got crushed in 2008 and 2009. Crypto traders over the last six months, or probably a lot of them have lost money when it peaked out. You get the point, there was a massive decline. And I was just reading an article by City AM this morning, and it said the average stock investor now today in 2022 has a lower account balance than when they first started investing. That is insane. That is crazy. But a big reason for that is that people confuse investing with speculating. And I made an actively passive episode on this. It was probably six months ago, give or take. You might go back and search for that if you have an interest in diving deeper on this topic. But the other thing is that people try to time markets. And you know, I talk a lot about how impossible it is to time markets. Even when you use technical analysis, we've got this Russia-Ukraine invasion happening. You can't control what the Fed does. You can't control what the president says or does. You can't control people's tweets. Things happen in the world and hurricanes and natural disasters. And so as much as we like to try to think now's a good time or it's not going to fall any further or we're going to fall another 20 percent, nobody knows. Nobody can be consistent long term with that. So just quit trying is the best advice. Quit trying to time markets. The best investors in this world are long-term investors that focus on the fundamentals. This is the point I want to drive home. You've got Warren Buffett, Carl Icahn, Benjamin Graham, Peter Lynch, George Soros, so many names I could go on and on. All of these are fundamental investors. It doesn't matter if they invest in private business, the stock market, real estate, whatever it is, they are fundamental investors. So the takeaway here is to invest and not speculate and obviously pay attention to the fundamentals. That's the most important part and the key element to investing. 
All right. Key tip number two is that you can't be good at everything. I'm being flooded right now in my head with all these quotes and sayings. You can have anything you want, but you can't have everything you want. Or if you try to be good at everything, then you'll be good at nothing. Simply put, that you really can't be good at everything. And I talk about this also as an investor when I'm looking to partner with firms and the particular firm is all over the place. It's, hey, we do a little bit of self-storage, a little bit of mobile home parks, a little bit of multifamily, a little bit of development. The fact is they're probably not very good at any of that stuff. And they're making pivots, trying to find their niche and trying to figure out what does work because obviously something's not working or why make the pivot in the first place. So you really need to double down and specialize in what you know and understand. This is why I allocate 80% of my personal investing portfolio into the things that I know and understand the best. And I allocate about 20% to what I call experimental, which are things that I'm still learning and grasping. So I definitely want the diversification piece to the puzzle, but I also don't want to be a one trick pony. For example, let's say I was a house flipper. I don't want to just know how to flip houses, but know nothing else about investing, or eventually I'm going to get crushed, like I mentioned, in a down cycle. My favorite quote of all time was from my mentor. I already mentioned it here on this episode, but it's double down on what's working. This is the key component. Everybody's different, by the way, but you really want to understand your strengths and your interests and your passions and all these things. And you just want to double down on what makes common sense to you. Common sense is not common to everybody. So double down what's working for you with what I mentioned in the first step, focused on the fundamentals as well. We'll get back to the show with the first some sponsors I'm confident you'll find value in learning more about. What's holding you back from getting into apartment building deals? Is it knowledge, fear, inability to take action, lack of support? If it's any of these things, then I suggest you consider Deal Maker Mentoring with Michael Blanc. Michael's program is the most effective program to help you syndicate your first apartment building deal. During Deal Maker Mentoring, you'll work directly with one of Michael's experienced mentors who have successfully replaced their income with apartment buildings. They've already done what you want to do, which is become financially free. So in addition to providing their own syndication experience, They've been trained in Michael's unique deal maker blueprint designed to help you do your first deal and become financially free just like them in the next one to three years. To find out more, text the word Joe to 66866. I know Michael's going to get you to where you'd like to be. Again, text the word Joe to 66866. Do it right now while it's fresh on your mind, and let's get you started with your own syndication business. I'd like to introduce you to my good friends over at PassiveInvesting.com, a private equity real estate firm based out of the Carolinas. PassiveInvesting.com makes it easy for you to start investing in real estate. They focus on acquiring institutional quality apartments and self-storage facilities with private accredited investor funds. They also have a real estate debt fund that offers hard money loans to local fix and flippers across the U.S., which currently has a 0% default rate. With a portfolio of over $700 million in assets and controlling over $250 million in equity, they know how to secure the best deals and how to avoid the red flags. If you are interested in learning more, please reach out directly to PassiveInvesting.com and request the free Passive Investing investor guide that outlines the seven red flags for passive apartment and self-storage investing. Visit passiveinvesting.com forward slash red flags to download that PDF now. 
That's PassiveInvesting.com forward slash red flags. Key step number three is learn, learn, learn some more. You got to self-educate. And I already mentioned that I'm an avid learner. I'm an avid reader. And you don't have to be as hardcore and extreme as I am. But hopefully that's why you're tuned into an episode like this that helps just consolidate it. I'm kind of like, if you guys remember, it may still be around when I was going to college, there was something called Spark Notes. So if you had a task of, hey, go read this 500-page book, it was a bit daunting and overwhelming. So you could get the Spark Notes from Barnes & Noble, which was like 50 pages, and it just basically gave you the key points and the highlights through the book so that you could save hours and hours, potentially weeks of your time. And that's what I try to be for people, basically. That's my methodology. So the quote here that comes to mind is that the more you learn, the more you earn. And continuing education is always the key to success. Again, I like to talk a lot about successful people. So if you look at Warren Buffett reads between 500 to 1,000 pages per day, this is what he's doing with the majority of his time in his latter years. And he has really throughout his career, he probably read a little bit less when he was younger and more active in the business of Berkshire Hathaway. But Bill Gates, he reads 50 books a year, which was crazy. That was basically one of my most aggressive goals only in one year of my life. I said, I'm going to read 52 books a year, and I did it. That's intense. I don't know how this guy does it, but he's obviously an avid educator and reader. Mark Zuckerberg's been quoted as saying that he reads one book every two weeks, so 24 books a year. I think the average CEO reads about 12 books a year. So the point is, you just have to educate, whether it's books podcasts, YouTube, whatever, seminars, mentors, you've just got to keep the ball rolling and moving to be successful long-term. Key tip number four is that not all your investments are going to be amazing. This has a lot to do with just perspective and not being delusional that markets have cycles, you know, it happens sometimes, quite frankly. And you're not always going to hit it big with every single investment you make. And just because you made 15% last year on your investments doesn't mean you're going to make 15% this year. There's going to be great opportunities that slip through your hands. You're not going to be able to capture every single opportunity. You're not going to be able to ride the wave on every single trend that pops up. Again, to go back to kind of some successful investors, Warren Buffett talks about missing out on Google and Amazon in their early days. He didn't see it. And those were mega, mega, mega companies, as we know. Those could have been, quite frankly, two of the best investments he ever made in his portfolio. But he missed out on those for whatever reason. So you're going to miss out on a lot of opportunities throughout your life, and you're occasionally going to lose money more than likely. I lost a ton of money early on in a Ponzi scheme. It was a private equity deal. It was non-real estate related, but it was through this investment group I was in. And we thought we were doing something really cool and creative and unique. And it turns out it was a big bust. So just lost tens of thousands of dollars. We still don't even know how much we lost because it's still ongoing litigation and it's pending. So it's pretty nuts. But it happens, you guys, it happens. So be prepared for some losses. Just be a realist when you're an investor. Nobody's perfect. Nobody makes money 100% of the time. So a stoic quote that goes along with this is from Marcus Aurelius. And he says, you have the power over your mind, not outside events. Realize this and you will find strength. Again, we can't control political risks in government and the Fed and natural disasters. So we're just going to have to make our best decisions and we're going to have to mentally deal with that as we go along. 
Here's the way I see it, kind of final thoughts on this topic, is when it comes to investing, don't have FOMO, which is fear of missing out. Don't look back and regret things. You don't need to win every single time, as I mentioned. You just need to have the majority win, and that's an overall positive return. That's the way I look at it in its simplest form. The fifth investor tip is don't unlearn old tricks. Don't forget the old school principles that got you to where you are today. Focus on the fundamentals. Michael Jordan's a great example of this. So at Michael Jordan's prime, he was, quite frankly, the best basketball player that there was when he was playing with the Chicago Bulls. And he was notoriously known at practices for only focusing on the fundamentals. He would sit there and dribble. He would sit there and pass. He would sit there and just do some easy layup shots and things like that. But why is he so focused on just the simple things that he's already the best at? Well, there's a lesson there to be learned. He could have taken all this time before a game to try a new trick and to try a new skill, but he didn't. He always went back to the fundamentals. And if the best of the best, quite frankly, is focused on fundamentals and doubling down on what's working, why shouldn't you and I consider that as well? And it's okay, of course, to learn new things. As I mentioned, kind of the 80-20 principle that I've adopted, it doesn't have to be that percentage for you. So you do want to be a self-educator. You do want to keep growing. You do want to learn new things, but you don't want to forfeit what's already gotten you success and make a big pivot into something new and then potentially lose everything by doing that. Funny story on this. So my wife and I, years ago, we bought a house in Florida and man, real estate has been my bread and butter for years and years. And I knew that we got a great deal on this house. We bought an awesome house. It was newer built. It was in an awesome location. The fundamentals of the market were solid. We paid less for this house than the previous owner had paid from the builder. So we were buying probably just under replacement costs at the time. And I knew all of this because I had studied and done real estate so many times. This was like my 30th property or whatever it was. So I knew the game and I knew what I was doing. But this is an example of where I made this mistake and why I'm sharing it with you. After about six months of living in that home, I convinced my wife that it's too much house. It's just too nice of a place. We really don't need it. Why are we paying all these bills, et cetera, et cetera? I said, what we ought to do is move. This is six months into living in this home. Let's rent instead. And then let's take that home equity, that down payment that we had locked up in the house, and let's go invest it. Let's go do all these diversified investments. So we got on board together. We made that decision. And I'll tell you, that home in just the last two years has increased about $225,000. So if you look at that from my down payment that I had in that home, what I was trying to free up to use for investments, that was about $175,000 as a down payment. So what is that, like hundred and 28% return, I think is what it was, over two years, or was that 64% annualized return? So suffice it to say, the investments I had made with that money have not done 64% annualized, I can tell you that, with solid facts there. So lesson learned, I knew the fundamentals, but I tried to pivot and do something different, and I should have just stuck to my guns because I made the decision in the first place and knew what I was doing. I second-guessed myself. So 
So on that note, I want to leave you guys with this final thought, which is that if you have something that you want to do or accomplish in life, don't put it off until you're 90 years old. I'm an advocate for time freedom. I'm an advocate for building a lifestyle that you want to live on your terms by using passive income. That's been my approach. That's been my story. Most people, they wait their whole lives and it's always good intentions that, yeah, one day I'll do that trip and one day I'll vacation. But if there's really a goal or a mission that you want to accomplish, I encourage you to start on that now and not later, even if it's in small form. If you want to travel the world, for example, don't keep putting it off until quote unquote retirement. Start taking an international trip once a year now today. So at least you're getting some of that fulfillment along the way. It's never too early, but it can sometimes be too late. So put your plan into action today. Thank you guys for tuning in to today's Actively Passive Investing Show. I appreciate you guys so much as always. Reach out on social media, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, joefairless.com. I'm always happy to be a resource for you. And I will see you again on the next episode. Have a best ever week, everybody.